welcome, welcome, welcome to WDGS on your podcast station. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida. Hello, hello on a wonderful Wednesday. And I tell you on this wonderful Wednesday, I have a word from the Lord. You know, in this dispensation of time, in this season, for many of us, we are seeking a reason. It's almost as if the the reason for the season has been obscured by a lot of people processing emotions concerning other human beings. But the real reason for this season, the greatest process to me, is the gratefulness to God. That he allowed the reason for the season, even though it may not be in the right season, is for the right reason. And that is the birth of Christ. You ever sat down and just really read the story of what occurred with leading up to the birth of Christ? You know, how Mary being impregnated And being in a town, a city, where people knew that she didn't at the time have a husband. And so the angel spoke to Joseph and encouraged Joseph to go take Mary for his wife. Can you imagine in a small town the the, the ridicule and the naysayers and the gossip You know, the beauty to me, though, about the story of Christ is this. So often we look at the birth, but we never pay attention to leading up to the birth. Mary had to do some transitioning. Even though she was there, just imagine, in the house with her mama and daddy, and she conceived without even committing a conception. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. She conceived without committing to a conception of a seed from a man. And so she knew she was a virgin. Can you imagine what your body would go through if the doctor say, oh, you're expecting, but, but you never laid with anyone. So your mind, just the phantom the strength that it takes to process things. I need to share this because so oftentimes we will dilute that strength that God gives us. And so God gave Mary this strength. And instead of her diluting, oh God help me today, and saying things and murmuring and complaining and and reiterating, Mary took things in stride. This is why you got some religions that Mary is very sacred. Hell, Mary is very sacred because they knew it took some strength for her to endure. And she went along with the process. See, even before the birth of Christ, it takes a unique parent. 
oh God, help me today. And a mother and a daddy to say, you know what? We don't even understand what's going on, but we gonna go with the flow because we know that God has all power. God don't make no mistakes. God is in control. God is able to see us through. God is able to strengthen us. So they didn't water down the power of God. And even back then, oh God, help me today. I don't think they understood the way of religion, the way we claim to profess and understand. Now, so now since you have, even even with Joseph, the angel visit Joseph and said, listen, I want you to take Mary to be your wife. And she gonna have a baby. And I want you to give him a name. A name above all names. But even when Joseph went to get Mary, he took Mary away to go stay with some cousins, Elizabeth and her husband, who happened to be pregnant also. But she, Elizabeth was cousins to Mary, and Mary was pregnant with Jesus, and Elizabeth was pregnant with John. Oh, God, help me today. And then when they connected, the Bible records that the babies leaped in their wounds. Why am I saying all this? Because this is the reason for the season. You got so many people. Let me tell you, this is what the Holy Spirit said to me. They caught up in self-gratification. They're caught up in self-centered emotions. They're caught up in traditions and trends. But the real reason for the season is the birth of Christ. And so oftentimes we as a people, well, let me say people as a people, because I don't group myself with stuff that other people do. If I know I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I can't raise my hand on that. So I, what people do, you know, they sit around a lot of times and they take this holiday and make it more about them than the real reason for the season. So I'm going to share with you what the Spirit of the Lord was dealing with me on because of something I recently heard. You know, and and I don't know how the person meant to convey it, but I'm a firm believer. Oftentimes, when, 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 when a person is not conveying things in a way, I, and I try to feel to what people say, and I listen, and I listen attentively. And I want to make certain and sure that these people understand what they saying or if they understand what they saying, because by our words, we are justified and by our words, we're condemned. So I'm going to tell you, when it comes to me, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a believer in God first and God second and God third. I'm a believer in the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. And, and, I, and I take to myself. I'm going to use myself as an example on the chopping block. When it comes to me, I believe I'm just a nobody, a little small speak, but I'm trying to tell anybody about somebody who can save anybody. Did y'all get that? See, I, 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 I try to not make myself of no importance to people 
You don't hear me now. See, when people get caught up in trying to make themselves of importance to people, oftentimes they'll miss the whole reason for whatever the season. They'll miss the whole reason for the assignment. They'll miss the whole reason for why they even have a purpose and a plan. But I, and that doesn't mean you gotta you gotta be a, a negative person on yourself. That, that that's not what that means. You can let me tell you something. You can have a lot of encur- self encouragement without always sounding like you self centered. Let me put it that way. You can have a lot of self encouragement without having to toot your horn and be self centered. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. And so, 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 so many times this is, and I know social media plays a significant part. In all of us, now I threw me in that bunch on that. In all of us, highlighting and spotlighting different things that we encounter and go through in our lives. But listen, it's it's one thing to share. It's another thing to boost and boast. And I want to just share with you what the word of God says. In Proverbs 16 and 5, you know, y'all know, if y'all don't know, now you know, I love the book of Proverbs. It says, the Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. Proverbs 16 and 18. Pride goes before destruction. A haunted spirit. That's why I say you got to listen to people's spirit. A haunted spirit before a fall. God is not out to hurt your pride. He is out to kill your pride. God don't want us walking in pride. What's a haunted spirit? Because see, some people don't know. A haunted spirit is a person that just blankly sound arrogant. Because all they talk about is self, self, self. And I'm not talking about self in testimony, how they overcome. I'm talking about self, how people need to see them. How people need to rank them. How people need to put them on a pedestal or on a scale. How somebody got to always try to be noticing them. And pouring all this into them. I'm just saying, the Bible says it's a haunted spirit. It's blankly and it's distasteful. And you know, if you ask me, I feel that's people who don't have. Because one thing about people with class, let me let me just say this. In my opinion, people with class, they don't toot their horn. They don't toot their horn. And if they do, then they do it in a way as a testimony, not in a way for other people to, to glorify them. And magnify them. You you gotta have enough class to know how to deriferate between the two. Because if you don't know how to deriferate between the two, you'll find yourself looking like a distasteful, pride, blankly, and boastful person. You having a showing an attitude of superiority. And contempt for people or things perceived to be inferior. See, and oftentimes that's why I say if you if people don't don't have enough class and they haven't been coached and cultured and they haven't been around people of distinct class. See, when you get around people of distinct class, see everybody. It's some people with class, but I'm talking about distinct class. 
then what they do, they let other people build them up. And when other people build them up, they sit humbly and say, thank you. That's all they do. They they sit humbly and they say, thank you. They don't have to reiterate. They don't have to re-announce. I'm just saying. Because the Bible says that's a haunted spirit. When we look at it, the connotations of haunted is someone who looks down on others. And people may think, oh, I don't do that. But yeah, when you're building yourself up, that's what you're doing. I'm just saying. You're trying to showboat to say, oh, I'm more superior. I'm an angel. I'm just saying. When people to me use certain words to describe themselves, or they use words to repeat what somebody else described them to be this grandiose person, to me that's not necessary. If a person said it to you, then okay, then you embrace that. But when you start taking the position, what not, what they say, a haunted spirit. That position high above everyone else in the presence, in this word, then haunted trace back to halt, which literally means high. The word has strong negative connotations. Did you hear that? Someone who is described as haunted is proud in the worst way. This is not the pride a parent feels for a child who worked hard at something. And it's not the pride and marathon feeling for completing a race. The word haunted communicates a kind of pride that is obviously full of contempt for others deemed inferior or unworthy. The word is not applied only to people haunted, often modified nouns like glare, look, appearance, and attitude. And this is the thing. You don't want to have a haunted spirit. This is not the season to make things about ourselves. This is the season, even though I know many of us, we, we are used to certain traditions. We are used to certain trends and to follow those traditions and trends but this season it's like people have taken away the real joy of Christmas you know I've been watching several Christmas movies and all throughout these Christmas movies you know it was sharing a joy it wasn't grieving it wasn't mourning and I'm not minimizing people who grieve or who mourn But I'm just saying this is the season, joy to the world. And you got people, that's why I say you got to be careful who get in your ear, who teach you, who who, who guide you. Because this season, the real reason for the season should be joy to the world. The Lord has come, let earth receive her king. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is right. This is what this season is about. And people have, you watch spirits. I'm just saying y'all got to watch spirits because they will water down the reason for the season and make this season all about them. And they will pour that into other people. That's them blind leading the blind. And it becomes a haunted spirit. Listen, everything has a time, a place, a reason for the season. Everything under the sun. 
I have loved ones that I've lost. Yes, Christmas is about a gathering, and many of us will miss our loved ones. But if we but we got all year that we miss our loved ones. I'm just saying, we got all year that we done talked about our loved ones and miss our loved ones. What I'm saying is if you don't be mindful, you can get in a circle where people will, will water down the reason for the season. And this is the season to sing joy to the world. I heard people singing about their sadness and grief last month, the month before, the month before that. And they probably do it next month and the month's coming. But let this reason for the season. Oh, God, help me today. Be that reason. Can we give this to Christ if we're going to honor his birth and we're going to reverence him to say we are glad Christmas is to celebrate the birth of Christ. Let this be a celebratory season. Can we put ourselves, ourselves to the side? Well, let me say, can y'all because I know how to put myself to the side. I know the reason for the season. That's why I say sometimes now I group myself if it's meant. But if it's not me, I'm not grouping myself with them. Them. <laughs> I'm just saying. And don't you do it either. Because people get accustomed to that. I'm going to say we so nobody don't get offended. No, I'm not going to say we if a me ain't a we. Okay. If that's them, I'm going to let that be them. But if it's a me and it's not a we, then I'm not going to make me be a we. I hope somebody grabbed that. Don't make yourself be no me, no we, if it's just a me. And so I got my clarity on the reason for the season. I love my grandmother. I love my granddad. I just did a podcast on loyalty. But listen to me. They are not the reasons for this season. The reason for this season is to celebrate that joy to the world. The Lord come and the earth received a king. Because I got to do that because I'm a Christian. Hello. Let every heart prepare him room as heaven and nature sing. That's what this is about with me. I don't know about nobody else, but I know the reason for the season. Yes, I got problems. Yes, I got things going on in my life. Who doesn't? We all do at some shape, point, and place. But this season, and we so many days close to Christmas, we five days until we reach the actual day that we say we celebrate the birth. And so the rest of this time, I just want to say, can we just have a classic Christmas reunion? And even though, listen, there's a time, a place, a reason, and a season. When we have our places, we place our grief. I get that. I get that in our humanness. But I also get that can we push past Can we push past our own selves and get in that joyous moment? Get in that joyous spirit. I mean, the caroling. I'm just saying, can we invite joy in the world? Because the Lord did come. For all of you who truly are believers, this should come without any strain and any pain. You should not only be 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 prostrated to be in that position, but you should be promoting the joy to the world. This is what we're supposed to be doing as believers. If we are truly de- delighted that Christ is the head of our lives, if we are truly delighted that that the Lord did come, 
And we are truly delighted that we have an intercessor, a savior. Then you know what? It's t- t- let me tell you real quick. I got to share this with you. Something one of my aunties shared to me. And it, and it made me feel so bad. Let me tell you. And she didn't share it to years and years and years later. We were good and grown. But it's something that happened when we were kids. And she said to me. She said it was on her birthday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think I might have been about 12. So that means she might have been 15 or 16. But listen. She said that. When she started opening her gifts, listen, you got to grab this. I started crying because I didn't get any gifts. So they stopped her little get-together party we was having in the yard. And I didn't even recall this till she brought it to my remembrance. And, and, and that's why I know people, sometimes they might forget things, but they don't forget how you make them feel. And so I made her feel some type of way that she never forgot And she said, because we took the attention where everybody got together and we got in the car and went downtown for them to buy me a present. But it was her birthday. And she said, Alfredi, you know, it's like you just took that from me, that moment, that highlight, that spotlight. Now, why am I telling you this testimony? Because that's the way I feel people do when they make other things. And that sad me. When she told me that, I'm telling y'all, I was good and grown and grown and good. I'm talking about like in my early 50s. And you know what I did? I started crying. And I said, I'm just so sorry. And I was because I said, that's so selfish and self-centered of me. Please, please, please forgive me. I said, you know, but even, even, and not into my defense. I said, but what was wrong with them grown folks? Because somebody should have told me, listen, we celebrate Eileen's birthday right now. And when we get finished, or tomorrow, we'll take you to get some. You'll be all right. You ain't crying no blood. See, I didn't remember this. I, I, I remember us. In her birthday in the yard, but I didn't remember that other part. But she remembered because it didn't make her feel good. And I can't imagine when I think about Christ and God. Do that make God feel good? That we not celebrating his birthday or we neglecting just like the grown folks did with me to leave and abort the real reason for the celebration. Are we doing this to Christ? He is the real reason for this season. And can we at least put ourselves to the side? Stop boasting and bragging and worrying about all this other stuff and just let it be about the reason for the season. Don't walk around with a haunted spirit is what I'm saying. Can we just take, if you don't do that, let me tell you, I've been enjoying these Christmas movies. And you know why? Because they're so heartwarming. It's somebody that's looking to do something to make life better for somebody else. That's the reason for the season. The reason for the season is giving. Not grieving, but giving. Giving joy. Can we just stop for a minute? I know everybody got all these 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 testimonies. I got them too. With pain and brokenness and bruises. But can we in this season, I'm saying, 
on these last few days. You know what they call within the 12 day of Christmas. <laughs> can we just use these 12 days? If y'all hadn't started, those who hadn't started, catch up. Because we down to five day count. And spread the joy. Spread the real reason for the season. Smile, laugh. Can you give can you give that much to Christ for what he took his life and sacrificed and gave it for us? We don't even grieve Christ to, to Easter. I'm just saying. So can we through this season be wise like the wise men and share gifts? And do what's right. The wise men were given instructions, you know, to go back and report to King Heron whether or not when they located Christ. But they didn't do that. The midwives, they didn't do that. They didn't say nothing. All they wanted to do was what was right for Christ. And I just say in this season, can we do what's right for Christ in this season? Can we just lay our burdens down through this season? Embrace the goodness that God has granted us. Listen, the weather, I mean, for this time of the year, in my demographic location, there's no snow on the ground. It's not freezing cold. I'm about ready to roll out in a minute. You know, the temperature is said to come around maybe around 50 degrees around noon. And and let me tell you, it's a blessing if you live somewhere and you in the 50s, you in the 40s. That you ain't below zero. The weather not cold. I'm saying it's so much that we can give thanks for. That we can have joy for. And and again, listen. My heart of compassion for everybody who lost loved ones. I've lost three this year. I know just this year. That was closer than most to my heart and dear. But during this season, I don't want to carry no haunted spirit. I don't want to make things about the loss of my loved ones. I want to make it about the reason for the season. And on that note, may you find Christmas to be merry and bright. I really, really send out joy to the world. I really, really send out peace on earth and goodwill toward men. I'm praying that the war begin to cease in these countries. And that there will be peace in the land. And that's why I am. That we can all celebrate on this occasion. That has been designated and set aside for Christ. This has been the designated, set aside, celebratory reason that schools are closed. People taking vacations. People taking holidays. And people are connecting with their loved ones. Not to be sad, but this is a season to be merry. And we can pick up our sadness. Well, I'm not sad. Well, y'all can pick up y'all sadness. If you've already had to process it, I'm just saying, just don't just do not do like I did on my auntie's birthday. Don't take away from the birthday purpose of Christ is all I'm saying. Don't outshine. Don't try to outshine Christ. This is not about us. And just like I did, that was not about my birthday with my auntie. 
that was about her her day and her birthday. And that's all I'm saying. This is about Christ and his birthday. And everything else should be disqualified right now in this season. Let us lease until after Christmas. We can all resume, I'm just saying. But can you push past? This is the time I, 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 I see when I say pushing past. You know, people use that word to push past. But some things we, 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 we really can't push past because it's part of our human nature. But I'm saying in this season, can we really push past our own emotions, our own feelings, our own self-centeredness, our own haunted spirits? Can we push past all of that in the celebratory days left and celebrate what Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas, which is Christ? Go out and do something for somebody. You know, one of the things I I came to discover, even in my grieving process, when you in purpose of giving, it helps heal your grief. When you, well, I'm going to say for me, when I pour out, when I, when I, when I go feed the homeless, you know, it, it rewards me. One of the most rewarding jobs, and I'm going to say this and put a pen in the podcast, is federal service. You know what? Every day I went to work, every day I came home with my heart full of gratitude and gratefulness. Because I saw people that were hungry. I saw people that lived in low social, low economic, low educational conditions, and they wanted to be better. But they were stuck on where to go to get better. So we go into these communities to give them that hope. To give them that God hope for expected end. And that was one of the most rewarding parts of my career than any kind. I'm serious. So today, that's something you can always do because there's always, the Bible said, there will always be poor people among us. Go out. Find somebody life you can touch to be merry and bright. And if, and if you don't want to leave and go out and do that, at least adjust your attitude about the season. Hello? Light just some Christmas light. Do something, Mary, that'll make your spirit bright. <laughs> I'm just saying. God continuous blessings flow upon you during this set-aside season that we reverence the birth of Christ. And may his blessings continue to flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. Send out some Christmas cards. That ought to make you feel better. I'm saying people got away from that, but they might ought to get back into it. And if you don't want to do that, listen, just at least text somebody something. Just get in the Christmas spirit and let your spirit become merry. I'm just saying, at least for the sake of Christ and God continuous blessings and may you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, God blessings and bye for now.